I think that no matter what COVID or not, I'm pretty sure that the world plays out equally as much every single year. Did people just like feel more in Christmas last year? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe people felt more Christmassy in 2020. Maybe, Maybe they, they were so obliged to spend time with their family because they were stuck at home that <laughs> They ha- I don't know. Anyway, that's a oh maybe because like people weren't gathering as much, right? So there were more households playing it. Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah. Twenty twenty. Um, yeah, we're in twenty twenty. We've made it. We've made it to the very very end. Um, this is. By the way, I have, this is where by we're the way, have- I, I listed down songs for twenty twenty one. Just saying. Oh, did you? I did. Were there any the billboards weren't out for 2021? It's the hot 100, whatever, for the past few months. But yeah, anyway. Oh, for on. the past few months. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the year's not done, so. That's also true. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, well, 2020 reached the, reached the end here of the 10 years of music yep. we've gone through. We're trying to end it on a good note. Versatility increases in global music this year, the 2020. People are starting to branch out. And not only are they starting to branch out, but the people who, the sheer amount of people branching out to other music styles means that we bring more and more versatility into the top 100 because more mm-hmm. and more people are just by sheer listening and purchases and stuff are bringing things into the top 100 that you wouldn't expect five, 10 years ago, right? Um, we see our second K-pop single hit the top 100. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yep. Dynamite. Since Gangnam Style in 2012, right? Um, as well as the first K-pop album, Map of the Soul, by the same band, BTS. BTS. Making, being the first Korean uh, record in the past 10 years, making a, grabbing a top 10 spot, actually. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty, that's pretty significant. Um, uh, strangely, unlike all the other 10 years, All I Want for Christmas debut, uh, comes at like 67 for some reason <laughs> in 2020. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Never appeared in the other 10 years. I don't know why 2020 was so different. Although the, album, pretty... the album does pop up every now and then at like 180 something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the album, yeah, but the, but, the, the but... song, <laughs> which is really weird because I think that no matter what COVID or not, I'm pretty sure that the world plays out equally as much every single year. Did people just like feel more in Christmas last year? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe people felt more Christmassy in 2020. Maybe, Maybe they, they were so obliged to spend time with their family because they were stuck at home that <laughs> they had, I don't know. Anyway, that's oh, maybe because like people weren't gathering as much, right? So there were more households playing it. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, so instead sure. of I'll, one account, it's like five accounts, six accounts. Yeah, I'll, I'll bite that argument. I'll bite that argument. Yeah, that's yeah, just my argument. guess, man. Yeah, Anyways, I can go bite. on. I can bite. So um, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone takes number one album that year. I have no idea of any of the songs on that. Album. Same. So, yeah. So, um, Queen's Greatest Hits makes a surprising 25, number 25 appearance. Um, when did the movie come out? Bohemian Rhapsody. It wasn't 2020, right? It wasn't 2020. I think 2019 or 2018. Yeah. I mean, possibly. I mean, I to Queen stuff all the time. Yeah, so. but I mean, like, yeah. But, why yeah, is it, it makes a surprising appearance 25. at 25. I'm really upset that positions didn't make it. To the top 100, but that's because it was released in November, I think ah, October. Yeah, it was like really okay. late in the year, so it wasn't really counted. Um, but that would have easily made any of the slots. If, I love that uh, positions. Love yeah, positions. if positions was there. Um, but this year was also kind of hard for me because I'm in terms of 2020 music, 
I'm still getting through my backlog of 2019, 2018, 2017, <laughs> right? So like, I haven't really had time to like consume a lot of the 2020 chart, yeah. chart stuff. Um, and also like, like we talked about earlier, the evolution in our tastes changes and gets more tailored. And we discover more and more music that isn't necessarily chart topping that we yep. like more. So yeah, it goes without saying, that's why it's hard. Um, my 2020 honorable mention for song goes to Blinding Lights Ooh. by The Weeknd. Okay. It's, it's infectiously catchy. Yeah. Infectiously catchy. Probably one of the catchiest synth lines I think I've ever heard in my life. Um, and Great choice, I, by the way. Huh? Great choice. Yeah, and I feel like there's not much else to say about that, but like it's just, it's a good song. It's a very, very good song. It's a great song. Um, I love it. Yeah. But my song of 2020, and this was really hard because I really wanted to put her album as my number one. But it goes to Don't Start Now. I knew it! By Dua Lipa. And I'm going to talk about the album a bit more than the song because I think the song is awesome. Um, But I'm going to talk about the album a bit more because this is also one of my favorite pop albums of all time is uh, Future Nostalgia. Yeah, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Because, again, it's just the perfect, perfect fusion of pop in the modern sense there's an alarm in the background, ignore that. Um, pop in the modern sense, great production, awesome songwriting team, bass lines just killer. Oh my God. Yeah, killer bass lines, which you really, really, I think we need to see more in pop music albums like now. It's like just, yeah, get some killer bass lines in there. Um, her voice isn't difficult to listen to, it's not as shrilly yeah. as most pop artists. Like Ariana Grande, I love Ariana Grande to bits, but the problem I have a lot with her albums is that they're very bright. Mm. And it may also be kind of like the equipment that I'm on because the equipment that I listen through music to is very analytical. Okay. Like it's not meant to be like warm or anything like that. Mm. Like my, my, my stuff is pretty analytical. So it, it, it sometimes is exhausting yeah. to listen to her albums because of how bright they are. Um, and Dua Lipa's isn't a warm album by any means. It's, it's quite balanced, but her voice is just very um, comfortable to listen mm. to. It's not shrilly. There's nothing harsh about it. Yeah. It's smooth. It's smooth. And it is, it is. the songs are extremely catchy. The production value is super, super high. I love the way that the, she treats each section of the music in terms of just adding little hints of variety musically from section to section. Like it's still similar enough from each other that you can tell it's a pop song. Yeah. But there are s- small like incrementations in the instrumentation. There's small changes in the, in the um, maybe even the vocal line or the, or the uh, harmony stabs, anything like that, just like it keeps it interesting, keeps it very consumable, but also at the same time, people with who appreciate sort of more thoughtfully constructed music. I, I say that very loosely. Will will find stuff to appreciate about it, and right. yeah, but mainly the bass lines. Mainly the bass lines. Yeah, understandable. Love that. Love that yeah. pick. So for my twenty twenty singles, um, for honorable mention. I was tempted to put dynamite in just because it's like mm. so relevant to how music is today. Um, it really, it really, um, it put it in another level when in terms of K-pop acceptance. Uh, I mean, that's along the lines of, you know, with the Blackpink documentary, all that stuff. Yeah. But I can't put it in my top two because I feel like I'm being dishonest if it's there. I feel like I'm doing it for the clout, so I'm not going to do that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. My honorable mention for 2020 is Stuck With You, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. It 
ended at number 80 on the charts. So one big reason why I love this song is number one, when I first listened to it, I thought I heard it before. It's one of those songs. It feels like it feels like somebody made the song 10 years ago and they're remaking it, but they didn't. Um, I mean, it's a it's a familiar feel. It's very familiar. It, it's kind of like the Megan Trainer one, right? Yeah, pretty much, right? Like, that's what it feels like. And at the same time, it it was called "Stuck with You" when we were all stuck at home. Came kind of came out <laughs> like very relevant um, timing timing wise. I I remember listening to it and thinking like, oh, this is a good um, pop out pop song that I can listen to. So that would be it. And I love Ariana. I love Justin. So honorable mention. Fair enough. Fair My winner enough. is right. Blinding Lights. I love Your winner that is Blinding song. Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song so much. The synth, the bass, the feel, everything about it. There's not a lot to hate about that song. There's you not just, a lot to hate. You listen to the intro to that song and you're like, all right, like I'm in for a ride. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through this. And it's one of the songs that I really love. It's one of my only, like, it's one of the songs that I, I love that actually was like one of the top songs. Like I can listen to it. You know what I mean? And I was surprised that it was number one. I, I didn't think that it was number one, but it did hit number one on the Billboard chart. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Crazy, crazy song. Again, catchiest synth line I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, 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 the whole, the whole, that particular album, After Hours, which is my honorable mention, um, is the After Hours album by The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I'm not allowed to double up, but I thought it was honorable mention. So, and it, this was a hard year because I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Much, so I'm going to make an exception <laughs> I mean... there. And I kept it as honorable. I kept it as honorable mention. Yeah, it's um, fine. <laughs> but yeah, the, the album, it's like, it's very, it, it fuses, it's a cool fusion of like psychedelic, synth, pop. With It's a very, it's got a very heavy thematic um, focus on like film and stuff. Because I feel like, I think The Weeknd, he wanted to craft a lot of the music based on like films he's seen in the past that he's like really appreciated and stuff. It's got a very Blade Runner-esque feel in a way with those with the synthesizer soundscapes um especially in tracks that aren't blinding lights like blinding lights is a big exception to that whole uh-huh. to that whole feel but the rest of it's like very kind of brooding very brooding right. stuff um but i enjoy that record quite a bit and it's quite immersive if you sit back and listen to it it's quite an immersive soundtrack um but albums of the year my honorable mention actually for albums of the year it very was kind of it was again very 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 <laughs> difficult i yeah, it was very, very difficult. I am going to, again, half-heartedly give it to Folklore. Okay. By Taylor. Sure. But yeah. very, very, very half-heartedly. Because I'm, again, I'm not a big fan of the of Folklore. Um, but again, I think it's a really cool sort of significance of Taylor Swift's just... Again, Taylor Swift is one of those artists that evolves every single album or changes every single album. No two albums are like are That's like true. each other and you can separate them quite clearly um i know she had an album called lover also yeah. on the top here but i again another forgettable one um but yeah like the way she separates her styles is always a thing that i respect from an artist that grinds as hard as taylor which is yeah. why i put it in the honorable mention and i'm sure people there are song i'm sure people there are people out there that enjoy folklore and the whole the whole folky thing that she was going for. I, I do too. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I do listen to a lot of folk music as well. So I do have a, a, a wider palette of better, not better, not better, not better. Oh my God, wait, not better folk music. Folk music that I like a bit okay. more 
than right. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Gonna be careful. Gonna be careful with that. Um, <laughs> Don't want to be canceled yeah. by the by the Taylor. Yeah, exactly. So my number my number one album for 2020 goes to Mac Miller and his circles. Oh, his okay. Circles album. All right. Um, this now a disclaimer already off the bat. This was not as strong as swimming. Yeah. I think swimming was my 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 favorite Mac Miller album was swimming. Um but when I listen to this record, there's something really haunting about it. And it has it has a lot to do with the whole postmortem thing, right? Yeah. There's something like, especially with the significance of his of his death and the causation, mm-hmm. it it really really gets you immersed in him as an artist and the messages that he's portraying, you know, in his album. Um, again, I'm not as intimately familiar with this album as I'd like to be yet. I'm still warming up to it. Mm-hmm. But again, the reason why it's my album of 2020 is because I never, even though I listen to a lot of albums of people that are already passed on, for it to be so recent and to have music that was, and to have music that was released and charting very, very close to his True. death has a different impact. You know, it, it's a different feel. You suddenly hear him differently, mm-hmm. you know, as if he, if he was still alive, sure, the music's still great. I still love swimming. Um, yeah. And circles, even if he was still alive. But postmortem, it really changes the emotional reception of the song. Everything sure. from like the, the timidness of his voice, the, the lyricisms he chooses specifically, the space he leaves in the songs, all of it becomes much more significant and much more sort of profound to map out when you listen to the album. So that's why I got, my, sure. I got my 2020. Uh, this was this one is hard for me. Yeah, it is a hard year. This was a really hard year for me. This was super hard. I, I didn't have a hard time picking my winner, but like my honorable mention was super difficult mm-hmm. for me. My honorable mention is Changes by Justin Bieber. Yeah. Only because yeah, okay. it's one of the albums that I actually listen to. Yeah. Um, not his strongest album. Purpose is still the best yeah. among his albums worlds, to me. By worlds. By worlds. Yeah. Uh, but there were some songs in there. You know what I mean? Like he was able to capture my attention. I saved some of it, played it. And it means like, to me, if multiple songs are in my library... That's great, you know what I mean. And you're the yeah, top, yeah. you're the top ten. Like I'll include that. Mm. Um, but the winner is Future Nostalgia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, Dua Lipa. When you're talking about it, I was so tempted to be like, "That's my pick. That's my pick." I, I counted. I counted uh, as a semi match. I counted as a semi match. Yeah, I would have definitely put Future Nostalgia. Yeah. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so fun. So by this point, because like I mentioned before, right, I didn't tell people that I was listening to Dua. By this point, I'm like all in in Dua. Like yeah, I all love in, her all in. so much. And she even improved from her first album, her first songs. Mm-hmm. And like here, she's just going all the way. She's like, she's doing levitating, all that stuff. Like it's just yeah. so fun. This album's a massive step up from everything this she's done before. Massive, so, massive step up. So, and at first, like you think that, oh, it's mostly like TikTok songs, right? But no, listen to it. It's just hit after hit. It's so good. Maybe that's part of the beauty for me because I didn't actually know this was a TikTok thing. Oh, I, I don't. I don't have TikTok. I, I have yeah, nothing to do with. The I associated TikTok, it but... with like a lot of these songs with like being a TikTok song, but when you listen okay. to the whole song, at least for me, in my experience, I was like, wait, this is so good. Because even like levitating, they only show like a line, and it's like a meme, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But so you don't get to listen to the other parts of the song or the, the dynamics of the song. So yeah. when I listened to it, I remember I was just like, wow, I love this. So good. Mm-hmm. And for, for all the audio nerds out there, just as a disclaimer of why I like this album and Billy's where When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Both albums are available in lossless streaming 24-bit on a lot of different systems. <laughs> um, I believe Future Nostalgia is available in 48K as well. So they sound gorgeous. They sound uh, awesome. So yeah, I, yeah, it is such a good album, Future Nostalgia. Definitely my favorite pop album um, of that year by far. And I couldn't put it because I put the single. Yeah. Um, but I, that easily would have made my um, top album of 2020. Um, in fact, I think, again, from recent years, Billie Eilish's record and Dua's record, quite quite far up the list of mine in terms of like favorite pop records of Understandable. all time. Understandable, yeah. Billie, Billie's definitely would I think it's number one but yeah like it is very 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 I'm very hopeful and I'm very happy with the state of pop music as it's in right now because it's getting a bit more adventurous right it's getting it has a bigger focus on it, it still has a focus on consumability but I think they're also putting a good significance and and um, focus on like intelligent meaningful songwriting yeah and, you know like adventurous songwriting where it's like you not, not the same recycled stuff over and over again like they, they try to add new elements and stuff I like agree that. so um I mean just out of quick curiosity what's your 2021 so far I didn't oh my gosh it's quick 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 very quick my 2021 so in terms of the songs right I'm going with leave the door open so Sonic but sure, sure. the out the, the artist that got my attention this year is Olivia Rodrigo. is it Olivia or yeah I so. Love her. <laughs> so Olivia Rodrigo, I spun her album Sour. Yeah. Two days ago. Yeah. I have no idea who this chick is. Um, yeah. All I hear about is the hype. Right. Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm like, okay, at one point I've got to bite the bullet, right? I've got to yeah. see what this is yeah. all about. And I'm still warming up to the album for sure. It's extremely angsty. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very ang- this is probably one of the most angstiest releases in a while in pop in terms of like pop music. Right. Like just pure lyric lyrical angstiness. Yeah. Right. The the style is cool. I kind of like the whole indie-ish distorted pop. It's kind of like in the kind of like the first song, the opening track for Sour, kind of gave me the like a Scott Pilgrim soundtrack vibe. Yeah, it's angsty, indie, heavy, distorted, uh, kind of punk, not really punk thing. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still I'm still warming up to the album. But so far, I I think I can like it. I can see myself liking it a lot. Like as I as I keep playing it through, it's but currently it's a bit angsty, which is why the hump I'm like trying to get over. Right. right? Yeah. It's a bit angsty, but um, it kind of reminds me of Femme, another another artist who I, I quite like, which is why mm-hmm. I get, I, it gives me hope for this one because Femme is also quite angsty, but yeah. I like her music. So um, yeah, I, that, that's my opinion on Olivia Rodrigo for sure so, so far. Olivia Rodrigo, she's, she became a huge, like she became really, really big because of her first song, which was Driver's License. Um, that song basically catapulted her into just this fame. Like it was number one for like weeks and weeks at a time. Um, and it was her first single. So, so she she's an actress in the High School Musical series. Um, she is? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's, a, she's an actress in the High School Musical series. And the basic story is like one of the actors like and her dated. And then 
he broke up with her and then like a few weeks later he was with another actress from the sets so something like that so like okay. and her whole album was like basically geared towards him so listen, oh, listen, so angsty. <laughs> listen to the album in like a sense that she sung to a specific person <laughs> that she still sees it's so fun like honestly that's like, taylor swift vibes right there and honestly because like driver's license uh it first came out it was it was a tiktok song like people were using it on tiktok oh okay sure, sure and sure. at first i was like oh it's a tiktok song i listened to it i loved it she came out with deja vu i like i love that even more and then she came up with her third single for i'm forgetting the title now and now she has the album so good for her huh Okay, well, I mean, again, I'm, I'm still staying through it. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm sure, I, I, like I said, as I've listened to it, I'm sure I've, I've decided that I'm sure I'll end up liking it <laughs> eventually. Like, it, it's got a nice sound. It's well-produced. Yeah. It's got a great sound. It's a kind of, kind of a, ref- not, not a new style, but like a refreshing style to see popular in the world yeah. um, as of now. But yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always down to bite on the hype. Um, I, I just like listening to new music, right? So I'm always down to bite on the hype. I'm trying to think about it right now. My favorite release of 2021 so far. It's kind of tricky. Um, Anything that for me that Silk Sonic will release in the next few months, <laughs> that's what I pick. <laughs> true, that's true. I mean, I, I, you know what? Actually, when Leave the Door Open first came out, I actually didn't have a very good opinion of it. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, and that's very against the grain. Um, but not not because it's a bad song. Right, I was disappointed in it, but not because it was a bad song. Because I've listened to it a lot, I actually love the song. Right, it's a great song. But yeah. when it first came out, I was kind of disappointed in it, and why I'm waiting, I'm still waiting for more of Silk Sonic. I was disappointed in it because it felt, it didn't feel like a Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars song. It felt like a Bruno Mars song. Ah, I, I no, you know I what I mean. It. I get it. Like when I was when I heard about the the collaboration between Bruno and and. Um, Anderson, two of my favorite artists. I was super excited to see, like, how are how are they going to fuse their two styles together? Like, this is going to be so interesting because, I mean, if you listen to their albums side by side, no matter what release you choose, their world's different. Mm. Like, Bruno's got that alluring, established pop sound with with like funk, soul, groovy elements and stuff like that, very consumable. Whereas Anderson Pack, it's sparser. It's more organic. It's very. It's closer to hip hop. It's closer to like older yeah, hip hop, yeah, yeah. and it's very heavily like. It's got a very heavy emphasis on like musicianship, and rhythm, and 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 stuff like that. So I was very very interested to see what the fusion would look like, and that was one of the reasons why I was disappointed in this song when it first came out, is because it just felt like a Bruno Mars song. Mm. It only which had I'm the sure, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of yeah, which I'm sure a lot. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me on that like it if you were to take this as it is just listen to it you would feel like it's just a Bruno Mars song if you just like a blind listen to it you wouldn't pick this out as a as an Anderson Pack song but again why I'm I, I still love this song. I think it's an amazing song I think it's an amazing Bruno Mars song and I can't wait to see what other what Silk Sonic comes up further yeah. because I just I, I just want to see I want to hear more Anderson you know, yeah. I want to hear more of Anderson's style in the music. Um, that being said, I did, I, it did grow on me quite, quite fast. And it is a very, very good song. So, I mean, what else can you say about that, right? If Anderson packs and if any of his albums were in the top 100, I would have picked that. Yeah, right that's away. the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. 
He, I, I was actually quite heavily looking for it, but he doesn't make it to the global he doesn't. 100s a lot. Yeah, which is really weird because I think he's quite popular. I I watched him when he was here. This was um, when he, he, like after releasing Malibu, um, he had a concert here. I watched him, one of my favorite shows uh, as well. I have a picture with him. Really? <laughs> I do. Well, there you go. It's, it's a blurry <laughs> picture, but I have it. <laughs> but it's a picture, yeah. I mean, there you go, right? Um. I think in terms of releases for 2021 album wise, I'm, the ones that stand out to me right now, um, there's a record called, called Obviously by a band called Lake Street Drive. That's um, not making the top 100. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, it's a very, very, very good album. Very, very era correct. Again, it feels like you're listening to something that came out straight from like the 80s or something like that. It was, it's very, very, yeah. very, very sexy, but not in the Bruno Mars way, you know? Oh man, um, very sure. sexy and like the yeah. classy, the classy. Way. Ooh, classy, classy um, way, classy way. I know that. I know there's a rapper called Chica, and she released a record which is pretty mm-hmm. good called um, "Once Upon a Time." Um, you know, I'm I'm still quite surprised to be honest with you that there's not more K-pop tracks in the top 100. I thought that it would break break more. That's but it, it hasn't. It, it's interesting because I think K-pop on a I think K-pop globally is in a really really good place, but yeah. I still think that k-pop is very um it's, it's still super trendy like there's always there's only like if you were to get a k-pop song in the top 100 or a k-pop album in the top 100 it has to be like dynamite trendy it has to be like mm. gangnam style trendy yeah like sure a lot of people listen to k-pop now as a whole which is great more than ever before globally but you still need something super trendy to make it into the top understandable because as good as K-pop is right now on the global stage, it still isn't the most listened to genre on the global stage. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so it still has to fight its way a bit to, yeah. to get to the top. But again, like so far, two groups have done that, both very significant groups. So BTS with their with both their album and their single, and then obviously Psy with that <laughs> massive, massive, massive track back in what, 2012, 2013? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So Nick, I mean, it's how, how'd you thing. like this whole experience? Oh, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. I don't know. I don't know about you. It's like anything this was... that's to do with sound, music, audio, anything like that. I'm I can go for hours and hours and hours and talk about it. And I will like never get tired. Never get tired of talking. I didn't eat breakfast, so I can just <laughs> I can do this. So and I don't feel hungry at all. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I'm really hungry. But like I didn't feel hungry during the moment because yeah, I yeah. wanted to get through this and like talk about it and stuff like that. And I know. That at one point you'll probably have to split this episode into two because oh, this was you like, read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, so if you're listening to in the future, you've probably heard part one already. But like, yeah, like we we we, and I can tell like both both me and Trey have been big fans of music more more so than people would probably think. Like for a long time, we've been like we've we've been exposed to music for our whole life, right? Like, um, you're you're your family, your cousins, your involvement yeah. with Nathan, your initial like um ventures into like businesses and stuff like that and then myself doing engineering for like pretty much my entire after high school life like music's just been there always in a in a more profound in a very profound way for us so i think i uh, anyway for me i had a lot of fun talking about it like this was super fun i I go forever a list format is just so much fun and okay like let's be honest this would be a lot easier if that if we could. This would be a lot easier if we could just pick a random yeah, song. That that that's what made it tricky. Is that or we're, or, or we're an album? 
But because we had to stick to the top 100 Billboard chart of a certain year, that made it super difficult because like mm-hmm. most of my songs at this point are not in the top 100. Yep. 100%, 100%. So when we did find that, or at least for me, when I found that album that I loved, that is there, I was like, yes, this is yeah. it. It almost like it almost like solidifies your previous understanding of the music that you used to listen to. Yeah. Like now that you're forced to actually focus in on restrictions and stuff like that, you can really tell the albums that you appreciate as you go through the list. Like, because you can only pick one or two, right? So you really start to like I even like when I was doing this list, one of the most fun things about doing the list was not actually doing the list, but like actually going back and listening to it, like whether oh, I really yeah, liked yeah, it. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah. like, I pick an album, I'm like, did I really enjoy this album? I like listen back to it and I'd be like, Yeah, I did. Or like, oh no, I did maybe there's another yeah, one. Yeah, that I, I, did. I had a few of those as well. Like I yeah. thought I liked this one, then I listened to it, and I was like, All right, it doesn't ring as well as I thought it did. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was one of the most fun aspects about this whole list challenge thing is actually like being able to go back and listen to the music and and like be like, okay, yeah, this definitely should make the list for this reason, for that reason, even after many years afterwards, because of whatever, right? Yeah. And I yeah, like no, I, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I had a, I had an easy time to be honest with you from like 2010 to 2015. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It gets harder. 16 onwards was so, so hard for me. Yeah, I, and I think I think part of the reason is that like nostalgia plays pretty heavily. The, the, the further, yeah, yeah. the further, the further back you go, so you're right, you're right. it is in a way easier to pick the songs because like the only songs that you would probably remember of significance importance from those years are the ones that had like a nostalgic impact for sure. You, right? For sure. Um, again, like. Records like Bangarang for myself, or like Call Me Maybe, or um, what else is there? Like Use Somebody. Those are all nostalgic, like heavily nostalgic driven songs for me, or music, or collections of music. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, it was a bit much easier to pick earlier on. And as it got on and on and on, and like I said, as our music taste grew out of the top 100, Oof. it became it so hard. Yeah, it became quite tricky. Another really cool, another interesting thing would be to do this again, but with no restrictions. But I feel like that might be even harder. That would be, that, no, to me, that would be not necessarily harder. Maybe it would be a bit longer. But I feel like at the end, you'll be more confident with your picks. You'll be like, yeah. This That's is also true, pick. yeah. That's also true. And I also think you'd have to filter through more. True. Because like, at least we only had the top 100 to do. Like a lot of the times, like you can scroll past a lot of albums because I don't know what they are. I've never True. listened to Exactly. Them, right? Like but, I had to scroll down through a lot of albums and just think, when will I find that album that I recognize? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that in a way that's easier. And then if you were to do like no restrictions, you'd have to actually carefully look at everything that you really listened to in yeah. that year and just be like, okay, I've listened to everything here. Which one stands out the most? Because you've True. listened to them for a reason. You have them True. saved for a reason. So it's not like any of them are bad, which True. makes it harder to pick, I think, in a way. I feel like um, my, my choices are just going to be, it's going to be so closely related to what I watched that year in person. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also I also guarantee you, if we had no restrictions, I guarantee you we'd never get a match. Oh, no, for sure. Never. I maybe don't think t- we'd ever get a Maybe 24K? Yeah. 24K, yeah. <laughs> 24K um, purpose, we'd probably match. Yeah. Um. I definitely will still pick when we all fall asleep, where do we go? But I think out of, I think everything else, there's no way we match. I don't think so either. I don't think that there's so much music in the world to choose from. Yeah, I don't nah, think so. there's no way we match. I'm actually quite surprised we even got a couple, I, I, yeah, a couple of them. I, yep. I, my favorite one is the reverse match that we got. 
Um, this was which was I think it was the uh, oh it was like I'm gonna lose you by oh no oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah well, was that your favorite one or was that your honorable mention Same that was honorable my mention. honorable mention oh no 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 it was I like it when you sleep and coloring book yeah yeah that's right so coloring book was my honorable and it was your favorite and then I like it when you sleep was my favorite and that was your honorable so yep. I thought that was the most interesting one um, but yeah it was a, it was an awesome journey down ten years of music and many more many more years of new music to come which always excites me yep. Next, thank you. Nick. Next, what is it? Nick. <laughs> Nick, thank it's, you so it's much. Been for a long, it's been on. a long discussion. It's been a long. Discussion. It's been a long discussion. This is it's two hours. I'm probably gonna split this. We'll see what happens. But thanks for coming on. I oh, anytime, bro. Like you're coming back for sure. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll see you again. Whether it's with Carlo or whether it's with another list of just like only country music for <laughs> the past ten years, which would be almost Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. <laughs> Little Nas X, obviously. Hello, Uptown is, Road, all the that, way. That'd be so. Actually, that'd be really, really. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Ten years of country music. No I would. I would. Because then nothing would be have any favorite country music. So I'd have to I actually have, go I back agree. and listen to country music. Yeah. Yep. And then form an opinion. <laughs> and then form an opinion on country music that's different from my opinion of it now. And I mean, okay. That being said, I do have like in my saved stuff, I have like three country albums. So I'm not, I'm not like, super against okay. country, right? Yeah. I'm not super against it. I cannot listen to it for more than like 30 minutes, understandable, or 45 minutes at most. I could listen to it more if I got like a country record to work on, maybe. If I couldn't refuse it, but if you're being paid for it, why not? Yeah, if I'm being paid good money for it, but yeah, like. It, that'd be a, that'd be a fun challenge too but yeah that, like, there's so many things you can do with music i think music's just awesome music's just so cool for sure you're coming back all right so nick cool. thank you so much for coming on this episode i of will course, see my friend. you so yeah if you're listening go check him out at nick Ozurin everywhere for your mm-hmm. audio needs M- mixing mastering i don't know what you're doing mastering? only mastering only mastering <laughs> only, only mastering, <laughs> only mastering dude. nick Ozurin. all right i'll see you bro see ya <sighs>